What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here with my co-host. Anaya Bogue. Hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving. How was yours? It was really lovely. Yeah, was I went to Arizona to see my parents. They're down here for six months from Canada, so we had a really lovely time in Arizona. There you go. We're not even into the show. 17 seconds, ladies and gentlemen, and the word Canada was said. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh, to be yes. To not give you the satisfaction, Joseph. In the rad parenting community, uh, whenever you say <laughs> Canada, people take a sip off of their coffee. That's like a little more caffeine to get them through their day of parenting. Uh, I had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we had way too many people at the house. Did you have like 20 or something? Yeah, we did like 20. almost two dozen people? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And I will tell you, you tensions were running high leading uh-huh. into those 20 people showing <laughs> up. Yeah. At a certain point, I was at Whole Foods on Thanksgiving picking up more supplies and contemplating um, I, just going to a soup kitchen. Well, no, at, no, at a certain point, a woman rear ended me. Just, shut, or she, shut up. She, she came out. I was in the Prius and I was straight and she just wailed the back oh. of my car. And then she, I got out and I, I just looked at her. I go, what was that? What are, what are you doing? And she's, and since she was backing out of the spot, she said, I'm sorry, but the, it's not my fault. The, um, the car, she had this nice Mercedes. It didn't beep showing me that you were behind me. Oh, dear. And I go, well, you know, sorry, but like there's things called mirrors. No, no, no. And then she tried to get me to sit in her car to <laughs> prove to me. And I just go, ma'am. I go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not getting in your car and like you hit my car. And she's like, no, it's, it's not oh, my dear. fault because uh, this, the backup camera oh, did not goodness. alert me that you were back there. And then I just go, hey, check it out. Um, I'm going to go in and get what I got to get here because if not, um, I'm going to be the guy that gets arrested for like, you know, <laughs> starting a full on riot in this parking lot. Wait, but you didn't get her, her insurance or anything? No, because it was just like a little fender bender type plastic thing. I was like, look, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to, because I just saw that she was going to have me in her car and before I knew it, I'd be writing her a check. Like, you know what? I'll help you get your camera fixed. Oh it was my gosh. Such a bummer. Okay. So sorry. Yeah. To hear that. No, but anyway, but then, but the thing was, is I was, at, I, it was like a sign from the universe. I'm like, you know what? It's Thanksgiving. I got to be cool. And I went in, I got everything I was supposed to get and then came home. And then, you know, what ended up happening was, you know, once all the relatives and all the family showed up and you start seeing them and they're there mm-hmm. and they're smiling yeah. and the music's on and, you then know, it's worth it. and I had a couple whiskeys. I was like, I'm super psyched. Everyone. <laughs> here <laughs> you know like it really ended up being a great Good. night so and glad. i felt really grateful for the family that showed up and did your dad come out from san diego no he came the next day oh okay. yeah okay. he rolled and we got the christmas tree nice christmas tree already set up in the house wow yeah did you notice the lights are already up no outside lights wow, are Joe, i mean they're amazing. not it's daytime right now but the, i already hung the lights you're amazing i don't you know why i do that i hung the light you ready for this i hung the lights the weekend before thanksgiving yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. No, I know. And you know why I did it? Why? Um, so that all the other um, dads in the neighborhood would feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> be like, "Wow, that Joseph." No, their no, wives we, will be like, "You should be more like Joe, dude." And it's and he, I see it happen all the time. Like I see these kids are like, "Daddy, Daddy, can we have the oh lights up gosh. like them?" And then the dad's like, "Well, next weekend." <laughs> oh and then I see the kid walk by. Well, you said that last weekend. And then it's like, "Daddy, why can't we have the lights?" And then the dad just looks at me and just gives me a glare, and I'm always like. What's up? <laughs> How bad is that? It's quite bad. Because you know why I do You're that? Causing problems. Can I tell you this? We're supposed to be when, helping people, Joe. I know, but it's so bad because when I was a kid, I lived in my. We never like we were putting up the lights like J- January second. Oh dear! Like it was so yeah. 
And I always wanted to be that dad that got him up before everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to start putting them up in July. Just oh, like, hey, oh what's gosh. up? We're prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just leave them up then. Leave them up. Leave them up. Uh, hey, as we're talking about the holidays, uh, it, it leads me to a question that we got, radparenting at gmail.com. Thank you all for so many of the questions. The next few episodes that we're doing on Rad Parenting uh, will be about- Listener-driven. Uh, Listener-driven. And it is such a great way for us to connect with all of you, radparenting at gmail.com. Also want to give you guys the heads up too, that if you noticed Thanksgiving happened, we took a week off. And then we threw up this week's episode. I uh, want you to know that that's kind of how we're going to do it around the holidays because Anae and I both realized that we're jamming around and we assume you are too. So who has time to, you know, get the podcast on Sunday night right before Christmas? Yeah, we're taking a little break. And, and let, you know, so we're like, so if you, if you notice there's a week in between around the holidays, that's going to be the new vibe with us because we want to, and you enjoy your holidays, and then it'll give you more time to catch up when we come in. Um, so today's show, uh, listener-driven, 100%. Got a few uh, emails about this actually over the course of the year, so it was time, timely to answer it today. Anea, people have been asking us, how do you handle the holidays? Uh, just, I'll say this right now, Merry Christmas. Mm. Some people are into saying it. Mm -hmm. Some people don't like when you say it. Mm -hmm. Some people take offense to when you say it. Some people take offense to the people that are taking offense to you saying Merry Christmas. Um, also, um, just the you know great religions that are we have around us, uh, you know Buddhism, J people that are Jewish, uh, people that are Catholic, everything that mm -hmm. that are going on in people's lives. Um, how do you? have your children maneuver in this time when there's, there is a religious aspect to the holiday. Mm -hmm. um, and also, another question people keep asking us, because they say, and they always says, you got to speak the truth. And once again, the Santa question has come up. Oh, dear. You, you know, do you tell your kids there is a Santa? Do you tell your kids there's not a Santa? Um, that's been something that, once again, some parents feel adamantly, I'm going to be 100% honest. Mm -hmm. um, hey, spoiler alert, if there's kids in the car, um, mm -hmm. this might not be the episode mm -hmm. you, know, you want them to listen to. And then there's parents that are super sensitive, like, I love Santa, and that gives them sure. hope, and it's such a great story. So those are two questions, the religious yeah. aspect and the, um, the uh, Santa aspect. The last aspect is the straight up gift, um, I guess, I, what, what would you call that? Just the marketing that's just- Oh, the, the whole commercialism. The of commercialism the holiday, of yeah. the holiday being yeah. thrown into all of our faces beginning the day after Halloween, essentially. Mm -hmm. And how do we walk our kids um, through that, mm -hmm. you know, whole mogul slope right there, because it's just like, you need this, you need to buy that. How many gifts can I get? And then all of a sudden it turns into, where are all the gifts under the tree? And, right. and that just turns into a whole other topic. So those are the three main core topics of today's show. Okay. Anaya, let's tackle the first one. So, yes. Yeah, the so first I one would be the religious aspect of it. How, you know, I'll, I'd love to ask you first. Like the Merry Christmas, you're saying is a... I, well, let, let's instead of tackling that one first, because mm -hmm. that's kind of a personal issue or question, I'll go to that. But what I want to ask you is this: In your household, mm -hmm. how do you 
um, tackle the different religions that your uh, kids are friends with. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have Jewish friends, Mm -hmm. people that aren't Catholic, people that maybe don't celebrate Christmas at all. Mm -hmm. How do you, with with your daughters, maneuver through that world? And once again, you have the best of both sides. You have the 21-year-old and the youngest. So how you've always kind of cruised cruised around in that area. Right. So, um, okay. So I, I think that the overall statement that I want to make is, you know, rad parenting for me, for you, I think too, is about encouraging conscious parenting. And conscious parenting to me just really means that we don't just, you know, wander through our parenting choices sort of willy-nilly. We try to say, what is our objective? What are, what kind of what kind of little people are we trying to to raise? And um, I think with this question, as with many, it's about what is what do you want your kids to be aware of so that they are moving through the world with um, also being conscious and being intentional. So in terms of you know the different religions that are connected to some of the holiday traditions, because most of them originate with some sort of religious tradition, um, I think the message has to be, and it's primarily been the message that I've given my girls is that there are common threads among all these religious stories that have resulted in these cult, different cultural celebrations at this time of year. And um, that we need to be, in order to be respectful of other people and to really have appreciation for what other people are doing, we need to be informed. And so, um, you know, it's been really easy with Judaism because uh, although I am not Jewish, I've had friends along the way through having both my girls um, that would were happy to invite you know, my youngest daughter right now, one of her best friends, comes from a Jewish family, um, and they were thrilled that that Pythia was interested in coming and and spending, you know, some time over Hanukkah with them to learn firsthand. Like, not only here's what they do, but here's the why behind it. You know, which I think is really beautiful because I personally don't think that anyone can do anything sincerely if they don't understand why they're doing it. So this business of like, this is just what we do, and then even worse, this is what we do, so this is right, and everybody else is wrong, I think is really problematic. So the short answer is there are so many resources out there. If I, what I would encourage parents to do is go online and look up like four or five of the, you know, key cultural traditions at this time of year. So maybe it's uh, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, solstice, Kwanzaa, um, and then do a little research. I love that. And then sit down with your kids and be like, you know, maybe every night, like there's this whole, you know, 24 days of Christmas or whatever you want to do. Like just say, maybe it's going into December, launching the holiday season, like every, you know, once a week or every night, we're going to learn about a different tradition. And then that way um, they have awareness they see the common threads, they feel connected to, to others, and they can be respectful and kind and encouraging when they have other kids at school, for example, that are celebrating different traditions than their own. That's great. So so in, in, instead of going for the like, I really don't know why, you know, I know why we do this, mm-hmm. but I don't know anything about uh, being Jewish and Hanukkah. Like, hey, you know what? Let's what a great world we live in that we can find out about that. At and your fingertips. I love that. Yes. And I love if you have friends like, hey, could we be involved in, yes. in checking that out? And hey, you're welcome to come to our house and check out what we do. I love that. That is such a great way of... Because I, I agree with you 100%. I remember even when I was in college that there was one class that I loved it. You had to take this religion course. And part of it was you had to go to all these different mm. churches and, yeah. and sit you know, through through. Through one of their uh, days, yeah, you know, and it and it taught me so much about just different ways that people worship, and it, it made me really appreciate 
all the religions that I don't understand or yeah. that I um, that you that you might not have a connection to as like wow they're that's what they're doing and right. and I and I understand a teeny bit of it and can get my head around it yes. so I love you bringing in that aspect well and I think that that ties into the first one that you had said which is like this whole idea of people being sensitive about like well don't just assume that it's Merry Christmas for everyone and I think okay so there's there's I have two primary thoughts on that. Number one, if you do what we just said, you are going to better prepare your kids to just move through the world not making that assumption. Because I think when people take offense to the Merry Christmas thing, it's when they feel that it's coming from a place, and this is true of many people, let's be honest, that it is coming from a place of assuming that the way we do it or the way that most people in this particular part of the world do it is the way, is the right way, is really the superior way. And people sometimes can sense that that's what's up. I think a lot of the time, people are just saying what they know best and their intentions are really just to will, wish you well. Mm -hmm. And I think for people to push back on well wishes with, but I'm not a Christian, so don't say Merry Christmas to me. Mm -hmm. There's a way of, of doing that. Like, oh, that's really kind. I appreciate the wishes. Actually, um, my family's Jewish. So we celebrate Hanukkah. Like, Oh, so you're, even, so you're even saying you're even saying for the person that says, "Hey, don't wish me Merry Christmas." Instead of having you know evil eye and just like, "Hey, don't wish me Merry Christmas," you're actually saying that you could use that as an opportunity to uh, say, "Hey, check it out. Um, I'm Jewish. We celebrate Hanukkah, and yeah. you should check it out." Yeah, exactly. I love and that. I think that there's a way to, and and, and honestly, it's like e I think even for the person that might be either unaware or presumptuous, not necessarily from a, a, a place of wanting to be disrespectful, but just a place of like lack of awareness. Yeah. That to respond to that person with an appreciation of their good intentions or even an assumption of their good intentions. And then in that moment to redirect and say, I really appreciate that, but you know, we celebrate Hanukkah or we celebrate Kwanzaa or we celebrate solstice. In my house, we celebrate solstice on the 21st and then we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Um, and so I think, you know, particularly people in your own life, in your own circle, if they're worth your time and being part of your life, I think that there should be a genuine interest in the differences in your traditions yeah. um, that can and, be expressed in a respectful way. And what you're saying way. right there is it's really the intention behind what you're saying when you say that to someone. Hey, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we come back. We'll be talking more about the holidays. My name is Joe Sib here with my co-host. Anaya Bogue. Back after this. We are back, Rad Parenting. Joe Sib here with you, hanging out with Anaya Boat. And uh, we're talking about the holidays. Uh, just to recap really quick, uh, we talked about the different traditions that different people experience, different religions, how uh, the opportunity is right there for you to, with your own children, be like, hey, check it out. We're not Jewish, but let's find out about Hanukkah right now and find out it's pretty rad. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Uh, you know, and just, I love your attitude about instead of, I don't know what that family does, just say, hey, let's find out and let's be a part of it. Exactly. Uh, and experience it. And also inviting people into your own home that, you know, this is what we do at our yeah. home. This is how we celebrate. Exactly. Uh, this is what's important to us. Uh, and then we also jumped in. Uh, really quick and talked about the Merry Christmas versus the Happy Holidays back and forth. Mm -hmm. I know that's a cert, that's a definitely a sore subject with a lot of people on both ends. And what we both 
agree upon is what's your intent when you say yeah. that? And I've been there when you were absolutely right. When people wish someone Merry Christmas, like, hey, check it out. That's the way we're going to roll. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Because it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> and what you're saying is it's really how the intent, how it's delivered, what that message is, what's the energy behind that message. And then also for the person that's, that um, you know might not celebrate Merry Christmas, hey, check it out. I'm Jewish and we celebrate this. And yeah. thank you so much for wishing me that. That's right. But it really does come down to the intent behind it. And that's just kind of the way me me personally, I just, you know, whether I've wished people happy holidays or, you know, if I'm with my Italian Catholic family, it's right. a Merry Christmas. Because I know. Yep. But you know, if I if I see someone out on the street, I'm and, and and I don't really know their background, and I'm like, hey man, I'm not gonna see you for two weeks. And hey, dude, check it out. Happy holidays. That's right. That's because the safe I don't bet. know that my friend or the person that I just you know say goodbye celebrates to celebrates Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it really comes down to just um, taking that moment to with those things in mind. Can really make a difference in everyone's everyone's whole whole holiday season. Yeah, and I just think like folks, there's so many other things that we need our precious energy to like challenge or talk yeah. about or whatever. That this is, gosh, like this is just not it. And I'm not saying don't challenge it in a really positive, constructive way in terms of informing your kids and and doing your best to just go with happy holidays or you know just taking an interest in knowing what somebody's particular tradition is. Um, but I think wanting to walk around the world assuming that people are wanting to do you harm when they wish you a Merry Christmas or they don't acknowledge your particular tradition, who wants to sit in that energy? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. not me. No, Not I totally I. get it. I totally get it. And you know what? I will say this, that um, I've noticed that the Merry Christmas thing sometimes may come from the baby boomer generation sure. more than yeah. ever. And I don't know if they, uh, and, and I'm not speaking on behalf of, you know, all baby boomers, but I feel that sometimes they're um, a bit set in their ways, which, mm -hmm. you know, you always want to be pushing the limits and pushing yourselves. But, you know, when the older man or the older lady goes, hey, Merry Christmas, you know, I don't I don't know if they're coming from a place of like, I'm going to really mess with this person right now. You know, I, I think very rarely, you know, honestly. That's, that's Assume just, the good in people. Yeah, that's, the, that's just my personal opinion. Okay, before we get out of here, uh, I want to- Third question. Third question. I want us to talk about uh, the commercialism of- uh, the holidays. Yeah. Uh, from the moment that Halloween ended, yeah. I literally, I don't know how they did it. I went to bed, there was goblins and ghouls and skeletons. And the <laughs> next day there was Christmas trees yep. and there was stars and there was angels and there was Santa, like Santa replaced every single uh, ghoul and goblin and pumpkin in a matter of moments. Yeah. And, and holiday sales and blah, blah, blah. Holiday music. Yeah. I love, personally, I love holiday music uh, with the kids. We listen to it in the car. There's a station here in Los Angeles um, called Coast. Ah. Coast 102.7. Uh -huh. And we listen, and they start playing holiday music and we've been listening uh, to it already. Um, but you do feel this sense of buy, 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 right. and spend, 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 mm -hmm. spend, and run the credit card and do this and do that. And I remember as a kid growing up, uh, and I don't know if it's the same way now because television doesn't play that much in your lives, but it's got to be obviously all over the internet. Um, the, the, I want these 25 gifts and I want these 30 gifts and I want this and I want that. And it's just about presents and getting and buying and buying and buying and buying. And you're, dealings with your own kids and in your opinion and just thoughts, how can we navigate as parents through this commercial avalanche that's coming towards us? That was a pretty rad that, analogy. Nice. Well done, Joseph. 
Yeah, seriously. Okay, so so first of all, yeah, this is the reason why I love like Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday because it has all the yummy of the sort of Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever season without the commercial like bye 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 stuff, yeah. right? You're really just present to each other, and it's if more, you're spending money, anything, it's about food and breaking eat, bread eat, together. Eat, eat, eat. Exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, I think that we as parents have a uh, a really powerful role and opportunity here if we are, I don't buy the like, oh, it's just bigger than all of us. Like we have to just go along with it because you know, what's my, how's my kid going to feel if they don't get like a gazillion presents under the tree and they go back to school? Okay. First of all, winter break is so freaking long that by the time they go back to school after Christmas, they don't even remember everything that was under the tree. Um, but I think what I've done with my children, both, both girls is I uh, encourage them to write a letter to Santa. They are allowed to ask for two things, two. Um, and when they were itty bitty, it was always like, because there need there has to be enough for everyone. And if you ask for 10 things, that might mean that there's not enough for others. And so however you want to frame that with the Santa conversation or not, it it's something that carried through that, you know, with my 21-year-old now, like it's still in her mind that, oh yeah, like we ask for two things. One, it encourages your kids to be really thoughtful. Can, can I interrupt really yeah. quick? I just have to uh, fully say I back so hard what you're suggesting. We did it in our, we didn't do it in our household till later. Mm -hmm. And there, there was a little uh, re- I don't want to say retraining, but a little bit of like, oh, really? Sure. But I can tell you right now, now that the kids are older, it makes such a difference. They don't expect mm -hmm. come downstairs and it looks like a scene out of a movie. That's they right. They come downstairs and they're like, I, you know, there's going to be a few gifts. The stockings are always stuffed, but it, it's it's fully a theory of less is more, yeah. and they understand that now. So for young parents, I just had to jump in really, really quick for the the people that are, you know, hey, we got the newborn, or hey, we got the one year old. It's our first Christmas. I'm telling you, if you can start this now, I love this idea. Two gifts to Santa. Yeah. There's not enough for everybody. I just have to tell you yeah. how much I back that. Awesome. So yeah, so yeah, it, it just it um I and I think it also it, it sets a, a standard early on, and it also gets them to be really thoughtful about what those. So instead of it just being flippant, like I saw this and I saw that on TV, and oh my gosh, on such and such a billboard or whatever, the commercials are totally driven toward putting these things on kids' radar. Is it 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 forces them to sit and really think about what they want. Is this a thing that I'm going to play with for a couple of days? That I'm going to be bored with. Okay, well then I'm not going to ask for that. I'm going to ask for something that's going to bring me joy for a lot longer, or something that I know I can play with my sister or my brother or whatever. So um, socks, a tie, right? Exactly. A, a vest, exactly. Um, some sort of pencil so holder. So those things <laughs> and those things you can do. Like you can do the fillers. You know the other little gifts or whatever. You know you can decide as as parents. You you know, okay, so two two from Santa, and then we're going to do another five. Yeah. You know, or there's five and a few stocking stuffers, or whatever. But just create a standard early that does not lead your child to be like, "What's going on?" Yeah. Like, yeah. did 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 one of you lose your job? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I think that that's the biggest way to fight it, and then to also give them alternate experiences. So the thing that I'm planning to do with my little one this year, because there's kind of been this like the whole like materialism bit has been becoming increasingly concerning to me. And, you know, we live in LA and there's exposure to people with a lot of wealth and it sets a different standard. So what I'm going to try this year, and I'm, I would wel 
welcome anybody else who wants to try this and then tell me how it goes. Um, and I'll do the same on the other side of the holidays is we've, I've got this, like, it looks like a Santa sack, but w one side of it has all these little pouches that okay. you can put stuff in and it's for like the, whatever, 24 days of Christmas. And what I'm going to do is each one is going to have a little card that's going to ask her to do some act of kindness and it'll be very specific. So every day there'll be an act of kindness that, that the, the, the sack is in, encouraging her to do. And then there'll be some like really sort of thrilling reward at the end. That'll be like, you know, you, every single day you did blah, blah, blah. So, you know, as, as your reward for doing good in the world and, and, and engaging in these acts of kindness. Give me some, give me some of the, uh, some of the cards that I might pull out of this. Okay. So for example, yeah, give me one. let me just go, I love this just go idea. to my little list. Let me oh, you already made a list. I love this. Okay. So um, like donate a, um, a, a piece of clothing or a toy that you know you, you don't use anymore and take it to the Goodwill. There's lots of people that shop at Goodwill over the holidays. Or um, uh, think about a toy that um, an, another child your age might really like, but they can't afford and use $5 from your allowance to go and purchase that and take it to a, a, a charity bank. Um, wow. it could be, um, uh, make some cookies with your parent and deliver some to your neighbors. Like little things like that. Little that are, things that are doable that aren't like, mom, I can't get down to the homeless exactly. shelter by myself. It's, it's moments that you, it's, 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 it's ideas that you write down, they grab the card and that they can actually uh, perform this act of kindness, yes. get it done in the day yep. that it, they've picked exactly. the card. I love this. Exactly. So it's age appropriate. You design it based on your kid's age and what they can do. They it, Wonderful if there are things that they can actually engage with other members of their family to complete. But to me, it's like replacing all that other materialism or commercialism focused chatter with acts of kindness that they are going to take pride in and they're going to get that sense of like, this really feels good. And they'll be talking about it for a long time. Yeah. That is such a so. great idea. And I, you know what? Um, I really hope that uh, listeners right now uh, in the Rad Parenting community, for the, for the kids that this would work well with, you guys should try this. Like my kids are a little too old Yeah, because it would be different things it would pull out. It would be like, hey, maybe don't use the F word in the house. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Uh, next one, uh, maybe let me listen to my music in the car and not yours. Okay. You but know, like, but like, with kids your age, what I would suggest is as a family, figure out like, can you all go down and work at a soup kitchen for on, on Christmas Eve? Or can you um, like make an effort to be like, let's find things in the house that we've yeah. never used that are like still brand new. Or let's take a trip down to like Smart and Final or whatever and just pick out a few things that we know would help or get canned goods and go donate them to a food drive. Like there's it. still things you can do with older kids that are going to, you know, have if you, you engaging and, in this. and the thing is, is that if you learn at a young, young age that how awesome it is to give to someone with no strings attached, yeah. that is such a yeah. great feeling. You literally, you know, anyone that's ever, you know, when you do that, you feel it over your whole body. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, a, it's seriously a feeling that you feel when you give something to somebody Agreed. and they're like, wow, thank you. Yeah. I love that. And, and it's, I think it's a, it's a form of euphoria that, that a lot of our kids, because we're constantly like sometimes demonstrating our love, sometimes wanting to make up for the things we didn't get or whatever, we're doing it with stuff. And we need to give them that example of like that feeling, not only like that high that you might get from like getting a new toy or something can be, can be uh, derived from acts of kindness totally. and the feeling will stay with you much longer than probably what you felt getting that toy that you're going to play with for a couple of days and then be sick of it. So, anyway. Hey, speaking of toys, I got to put you on the spot right now. Mm -hmm. Best 
gift you ever received from Santa right now? Oh my gosh. Game changer. Two things. Um, one morning we woke up and there were cross country skis for the entire family. Cause of course I grew up on the prairies in Canada. There it is again, where it was flat. So there was no downhill skiing, but there was definitely cross country skiing. So that was one memorable. And the other one was, I got this doll head where you could practice like doing hair and stuff. And that's how I learned to French braid. And, and, and I was just like beside myself. I Would you wear the doll head on no. your head? No. No. Okay. No. It was the way you like, showed me, it looked like it was, it was almost kind like... Of like one of those heads that when you're like practicing to be a hairdresser, yeah. like you, you know, you practice on the hair. It was like that, but it was yeah. something I'd really, really wanted. I'd asked Santa, I'd yeah. asked Santa for, and I was just like over the moon that yeah. he'd actually brought it. Wow. How about yep. you? Uh, for me, uh, the, the two... Well, one of the best gifts I ever got was my first bass guitar, mm, and my nice. mom got me that, and that was just uh, amazing. You know, I was like, "Wow, got that!" And you know, I I remember one of the other uh, times was um, I got a new I got a new skateboard, mm. but this is a little this is something that I did was I knew where my mom was going to go and get it. So I went down to the dude that owned, it was this, uh, this skateboard shop called like Bill, Bill's Wheels in Santa uh-huh. Cruz. And I knew the guy that managed it, you know? And I said, dude, when my mom comes in, you know, she's going to, you know, want to go get me a skateboard. Can you yeah. set up like, oh you know, this, it was a Mickey Alba with like Indies and like, uh, you know, I forgot <laughs> what wheels it had. But she literally showed up for it and he had already put it together. She's like, yeah, I'm looking to get a skateboard for my son. And he just went for like, dude, this would be pretty rad. So it was like, I had nice. already picked it out. And I remember like opening up, you know, opening and it up. And having to look surprised. Oh my God. I was just so, you know, so excited. <laughs> we used to be so bad when we were young. I, I learned really young that you could take a razor blade and you could just cut across the tape uh-huh. on a package and unwrap it. And then you could see what you have, and then we'd wrap it back up. And oh yeah. my gosh, that takes so much of the fun away, I know, Joseph. I know, but hence the re- you know, I was also um, you know, I was a latchkey kid, so I had a lot of time to stare at those mm. presents underneath the tree Got when it, my mom yeah. was what, at work. What's one to do? You know, and it's so funny looking back on the holidays, um, and in it, it's when kids come over to our house because I always have music on, and a lot of the music we listen to is from like you know at the house. I'll listen to like a lot of Jerry Vale and Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra just because in the evening I'm like I don't know I just like that music. And all uh, this one friend of uh, my son's was like I love coming to your house because it's always like Christmas here because he just associated nice. like that style of yeah. music. Yeah. So now when they come over, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like it's July and he's like I love it. Uh, but now what I love is when their friends come over and, you know, we already, like I said, we had the tree up on all the lights. I really, as I get older, I'm one of those people that I just love, um, experiencing the holiday Mm -hmm. longer and longer each year. And I, I figured out, I think it's just because there is so much, um, the world is just in a, in a, in a place right now that's, you know, definitely a changing point and, and, and the holiday and the music and the lights just almost take me to like a calm place. Yeah, I hear you. And it allows me to be like, okay, you know what? These lights and the smell of the tree mm-hmm. and the music, like, okay, I'm okay for the next, you know, 24 days. Yeah. You know, come <laughs> J- January 2nd, I'll get back in on the grind. Yeah. You know, so yep. uh, with all that said, uh, thank you guys so much uh, for listening. Once again, this show generated by one of the questions. 
um, from our listener. Uh, this was something that has been going on for a while, so I've, I'm glad we finally answered the question. Uh, also, if you want to send any emails, radparenting at gmail.com. Uh, always continue the reviews on iTunes. That is a huge, huge, huge uh, plus for us. More people find out about the show, the higher rating we get on iTunes. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also just share the show with people. You know, Just let people know, hey, this is a show I listen to. Uh, that's the only way people are really going to find out about Rad Parenting. And this holiday season, my gift to you is putting Rad Parenting on your radar. There you go. There you go. And you can always text us uh, the word parenting to 313131 and you'll get texts from us with everything that we've got going on here at Rad Parenting. All right. With that said, my name is Joe Sib. And Anaya Bogue. And we're out of here. Late. Late.